well done. You know, it's, I mean, I've watched this video probably three, four different times in the last 24 hours. And each time, I'm just a new little glimpse of just pleased, just overwhelmed with how we have partnered with God to have an impact. We're like the, the little engine that could. We're like the little church that, that God's using to make an impact beyond, I think, what we even can picture or dream. And he has more dreams to dream uh, for us and with us. And so I'm grateful that we get to do this together. And so um, happy post-Christmas, happy pre-New Year to you. And, and I hope that that kind of stirred up some things in your heart to go, hey, 2018, maybe it was a rough year for you. Maybe it was a challenging year for you, but hopefully it was a, a good year which you see the impact that God's doing in and through your partnership, your gifts, your talents, your abilities that you're partnering in with this church. And, and uh, we're grateful to get to do this together. Amen. So um, focus is what I want to talk about tonight as we end 2018, because maybe you're like me. This I always use this week between Christmas and New Year's to do a lot of reflection, uh, thinking back to, okay, what are some of the lessons that I feel like God was trying to hammer into me, because uh, like I'm dense sometimes, and I want to go back and make sure I try to get a second or third pass at it. Maybe there's some moments that you're thinking back. Maybe you saw a video, this video here, and it just stirred up to some of the wonderful memories that you have uh, of being a part of this church, a part of what God's doing in your life. Maybe there's some things that you'd like to see change, because uh, that's really what going into a new year is about. So many people make New Year's resolutions. Maybe you do. I don't know if you don't. Um, but most people make a ton of them. Uh, and the reality is they say statistically that over half of Americans make them. Only 8% actually keep them. Uh, and most people forget about them by the end of January 31st. They're like, I forgot what I said I was going to do. I don't know. Um, so wherever you are in that boat, uh, my hope tonight is that we would talk about this idea of focus and that you'll leave here with two simple things that I'd like to challenge all of us to kind of go on a journey in 2019. And I'm going to give you what they are. It's one word and one person. So we're going to come back to that. But I want you to think about it. So like one way change happens is just via time, right? Change happens via time. How many of you are a walking testament to change happens over time, right? Yeah, you see like old pictures of yourself. You're like, hey, change happens over time. Ugh, okay, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe that's just me. I don't know. But, uh, the change happens over time because there's just this idea of time stretched out and we don't even think about it. In fact, you probably even watch this video a little bit and you go, I don't even remember doing that. Um, because like time just takes us in a different realm and kind of takes us to a different place. So you think about this, uh, you just celebrated Christmas, right? Okay, good. You all did. Awesome. Um, I didn't want you to miss it. Uh, so you just celebrated Christmas, but think back 15 Christmases ago. Now, for some of you, you're like, I'm 14. I just, uh, look, it's all a blur. Okay, so it's just, um, but for others of us who are a little bit older, maybe you can think back 15 Christmases. Think of these companies and services that did not exist 15 Christmases ago. iPhone, wasn't around. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Not there. Netflix, uh-uh. Google Maps. Listen, I had a conversation with my son this week, and I was like, look, you know, now you're out of college, and like if, if you get, you know, somewhere, a job somewhere else. Like when I was your age, and that's when you know you become your dad. 
when you use that line, I just kept rolling because I was like, I am my dad. Um, when I was your age, uh, I had these things called maps. Like you actually had it in the car with you. You got paper cuts on it. And there was like pictures you had to follow, right? Now you just type in an address and it takes you right to it. And the little sweet person talks to you and like they're calling you right now. Uh, and so they're trying to help you get your way there, right? Pinterest, Dropbox, Kindle did not exist 15 Christmases ago. Netflix, Airbnb, Venmo. Some of you are like, why is Venom up there? No, Venmo is like a, okay, forget it. Um, but ask your kid. Alexa, I just got an Alexa for Christmas. It's awesome to argue with her. It's so fun. Um, but wasn't around. Like, so much change happens over time. And we see this. We know this to be true. Another way change happens is by the word we're looking at, focus. That change can happen via focus. Uh, we're, we have lights in this room, right? So it lights up this room. If you focus certain segments or spectrum of light, you can actually focus it so far that it becomes a laser and can shoot right through the wall. That'd be pretty fun. Um, but this idea of focus has great power to it. See, when you focus, you can actually see change and transformation happen. When we focus, we practice intentionality. We change and transformation can occur. occur. We can begin to see it. And, and focus is a concept we see throughout the Bible. Think back uh, to Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6, right? And, and he's got people who are worried and stressed about multiple things. In fact, he's describing the chase that they go on to acquire and, and to accumulate things. In fact, he, he describes America, really, uh, in, in Matthew chapter 6. And he, he looks at it, and the stress and the worry that's on people. And he says, look, don't worry. Seek first the kingdom of God and all this other stuff will take care of itself. Why? Because God's your everlasting father. He's a good father. He, he loves you. and He's going to take care of this stuff. Does that mean all the problems are going to go away? No. Does that mean there's still challenges that will come your way? Yes. But it means he's with you in it. So you stay focused on what matters most. In, in Colossians chapter 3, Paul, the Apostle Paul, talks about this idea of set your heart and your mind on things above. Don't get distracted by all the things that are happening down here and all the things that clamor for your attention, for your focus, and, and, and you get distracted and your life can become diluted. But you put your heart and your mind on things above, he says. So focus there. This idea of newness of time in the year is a great time for us to focus. It's an opportunity for us to say, look, I want to live with a focus in 2019 that maybe I didn't quite have in 2018, or I just want to kind of restart or reset. Anyone feel like when you go into a new year, it's just kind of like a, a fresh start, right? You all feel that way? So this is an opportunity for us to go into this year saying, hey, we want to have a fresh start. We want to have a fresh focus. This principle of focus is matters. Now, we don't like discipline uh, often, and we kind of push back against it, but this idea of focus actually helps us get better. Every elite athlete I know understands this. When you focus and you work on different uh, um, 
practices or different techniques that you're working on, you're focused on that, it can actually take your game to another level. It helps you transform and create change within your life. So here's the principle for tonight. I'm going to give it to you right now. We'll circle back around this a little bit. So here's the principle. You ready? Less is more. Focus can actually be fuel for you to experience some of your greatest transformation and change in life. Less is more. Now, that sounds weird when you just look at it in English. Less is more. Listen, there's, partly when this, there's a part where this breaks down, right? So, like, next Christmas rolls around and you've got your kids. Don't be like, hey, that preacher guy, he said less is more. So I got you one gift. It's more. No, no, this breaks down a little bit. But the concept is this idea that less is more. When you focus on less, you can actually see more growth and more change happen in it. Spiritual principle of less is more, we see on display. It's kind of like this paradox. It doesn't sound like naturally it would occur or happen, but it actually does. There's spiritual truth in what we would call a paradox. This idea of something that doesn't sound quite like it's going to work, but it actually has great growth and development. In fact, there's paradoxes all throughout the Bible. Here's just a few of them. I'll put them up here on the screen for you. Proverbs 10, 19 in the message says this, The more talk, the less truth. The wise measure their words. Matthew 10 says this, Whoever finds their life will lose it, Jesus is saying, but whoever loses their life for my sake will actually find it. There's this paradox. It doesn't seem like it would work, but it does. He says, give and it will be given back to you. This discipline of giving to God and to his uh, benefit and to what he's up to actually comes back to you. God's a good father. This idea of Matthew 23, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled, those who humble themselves will actually be exalted. We see paradoxes all over. The last will be first, the first will be less. All these paradoxes have a similar idea and value that less is more. Less of me, more of God in me. It's less about me, it's more about God within me. It's John the Baptist. I must decrease, he must, what, increase. And so there's this paradox at work. Less is more. And when you focus on less, it can actually fuel you to experience more transformation and growth. So here's the challenge for us this year. I want to challenge us, myself included, to focus on less is more, this idea of two simple things. One is one word. Now, how many words are in the English language? That's my answer too, a lot, right? I didn't Google it, I, didn't, I should have asked Alexa, oh, I'll do it when I get home, okay. Um, how many words are in the English language? A ton, like a billion, right? I made that up. There's this idea that there's so many. But I want to challenge you and challenge us to pick one word that you're going to ask God to show you. You want a God word, not a good word. You're going to ask God, show me my word for 2019. What's the word you'd like to get me to, to kind of put my head around, my heart around, my life around, to learn and lean in a little bit more, that you want to grow? Maybe you want to think about something that you want to change in you or something that you want to see God grow in you this year. Maybe it's an area of growth that you have to, be, uh, to grow as a disciple, a follower of him, or maybe you want to become more and more like Jesus. Like, what's that area? What's that word that would describe that, capture that, that you want to grow in? Uh, 
this challenge of picking one word is, is difficult. It's not easy. For some of you, it will be really easy. In fact, uh, in fact, you have a piece of paper that you ha- were handed uh, when you came in. Looks like this. If you don't have it, it's on the communion tables around here. So pick it up tonight. Uh, you may look at this. I had someone today say this one word just popped off the page to her. Like it hit her in the face. This is my word. And for some of you, that might happen. For others of you, you have this card simply right here. And it's blank. And it's blank for a reason. Because you're going to put your word here. I'm going to challenge you to look for your word, to say, hey, God, what is the word that you have for me? What word do you want to shape in my life in 2019? It can be a habit that you want to overcome. It could be a discipline that you want to embrace. It could be a character quality that you want to adopt or develop more deeply within yourself. It could be an action that you want to, to become more and more a part of your life. But look for one word. There are tons of examples on here. I can't put the whole English language on here, but there's like 50 or 60 examples of people's words. You don't have to pick any of these on this page, because it may not be your God word. You're looking for a God word, not a good word. You want God to show you, what's the word for me? So here's my invitation to you. Do you how many of you know about version reading Bible plans, right? So version is a free Bible app you can have in your phone. I highly, highly, highly recommend uh, we'll talk about this in a couple weeks, that you would maybe spend some time in 2019 reading some Bible plans. I'm going to give you a cheap, like just a really softball over the plate. You can hammer this home because there's one that says one word will change your life. It is the authors of a book who wrote this idea, this concept about one word. It's a four-day plan. So here's the goal. Between now and next Sunday, January 6th, you're seeking out, God, what's my one word? for 2019. Would you just help me discover it? For some of you, you're going to find that it's actually a word that's been a part of the background of your life the last two or three months, and you didn't even recognize it. But you're going to think back as you're kind of praying through this, thinking through this, maybe reading this Bible plan, and you're going to go, oh, I think that's my word. Maybe you're going to look through here. Maybe you're going to look through this list, and you're going to circle five or six. Okay, well, then you've narrowed it down to five or six, and now you've got six more days to figure out which one is yours, okay? So I'm sitting, uh, I think it's Tuesday morning, Monday morning sometime, uh, at my desk at home, and I'm, I'm thinking through this message, and, and I'm just praying, okay, God, what's my one word that you have for me? I, I really would like to know, if, I mean, if you could surprise me, like to understand it, I don't know. And literally, 30 seconds later, my phone rings, and it's my buddy Matt. And Matt calls me and says, hey, I was just sitting here working, and I feel like God's told me to, to reach out to you. And uh, I just want you to know I'm praying for wisdom and clarity and direction for you. And I was like, well, that's three words. Okay, God, I narrowed it down. So I wrote in my Bible, that's my three words. And I was like, okay, got to get narrowed down to one. Um, and I got to talk to him, and I was like, I was literally just praying this. And, like, you called me. And he's like, yeah, I, was, I figured I'd get a voicemail, but you answered. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's total God thing. And I was like, okay, um, what's my word? And so I just kind of prayed through that this week and, and wisdom. Like wisdom is the word God's saying to me, hey, I want to work on wisdom in you. I want to help you lean into that. I've got a lot for you to mine and to kind of root out that you would get to the end of 2019 and this word would actually begin to shape you a whole lot more over this year. So I'm inviting you to kind of go on this journey. For some of you, uh, you're going to look at this card, and it's plain and blank, and you love this. 
because you're an artist. And you're like, oh, free range, it's awesome. Not free range chicken, that's awesome too, but free range, like you could kind of go wherever. For some of you, you're engineers. And you're like, I need numbers. Whoa. Turn the card over. You're welcome. Um, Maybe this will help you kind of go through a process of figuring out what that word might be. Maybe it's going through the Bible reading plan. Maybe it's just contemplating on this list of words. Maybe it's thinking back over the last couple months. What has God been whispering? to you and think about that and ask him to show you what's that word for you and then when you get that word I want you to write it real big on this piece of paper that you have and I want you to take a selfie with it here's how a selfie works okay Um, you insert a phone for the microphone you take a selfie and you post it because here's what I'm challenging you to do is to share your word with people Why? Because it's accountability. And it helps you stay focused on your one word. Some of you are overachievers, and here's what you're going to feel. January 15th is going to roll around, and you're going to be like, wisdom, I've got it. Need a new word now. No, no, no. No. One word, one whole year. Okay? You're not looking for multiple words. How many words are in the English language? A lot. You want one. And you want to sit with that one for the whole entire year. And you're just asking God, help me mine everything out of what you want to teach me and how you want to grow me and how you want to shape me, how you want to change me in and through this word. I I know what it says in English. I know the definition. And then the other challenge to follow up with that is simply start looking through the Bible for one verse that has your word and memorize it. James 1.5 is mine. And it's this idea of when you, when you lack wisdom, you ask God for it. He gives it graciously. And I'm memorizing that verse. And I'm saying, God, I want to learn wisdom. I know about it. I know some of it. But I want to know it. And I want to have it formed within me more and more. So whatever your word might be, you're going to write it. Maybe you write the verse underneath it. You're going to post this somewhere. So post it online for people to see. I'm telling you my word right now so that in March you can ask me about it. And if I tell you a different word, you have full permission to slap me in the face. Okay? I'm picking one word. All right? So this is accountability. Post this somewhere. Maybe you're going to put it on your bathroom mirror. Maybe you're going to put it in your car. Wherever you're going to put it, where you're going to see it consistently. So you're looking for your one word. Make sense? I'm drilling this home so that it's, it's really clear. How many words? One. Your word. You want a God word, not just a good word. All right? So you're asking God between now and next Sunday, you're choosing this word. You, the Holy Spirit, God's speaking in your life, showing you your word for this next year. I've watched people who have done this for a pattern of years, and it's amazing to hear their stories. And I want that for you. We want that for you. That you'd get to the end of 2019, and God has used this word to help you grow as a disciple of him to be a better follower of Jesus, and as this word is formed and shaped within your character and your soul a little bit more. Make sense? So one word, one person. I want to challenge you to ask God to show you one person that you could be praying for. Listen, prayer matters. Everybody here is important. I want you to pray for someone who's not here. I want you to pray for someone who has not said yes to Jesus yet. 
I want you to pray for someone who is on your heart that you'd love to see them connect with Jesus and to experience what you're experiencing in life. And so you're asking God for the one person. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a neighbor, maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a school classmate, maybe it's someone that's on your team, maybe it's someone that you just network with, maybe it's someone who lives down the street, maybe it's someone that you pass and you're in the store all the time and you've just gotten to know them a little bit. I don't know who it is for you, but I just want to challenge you and us, all of us, to say, God, would you show us one person? We need to pray for everybody, Yes. But that can become so convoluted and so overwhelming that we sometimes forget, right? Anyone like me? So uh, prayer journals help with that. The Echo Prayer app is one of the things I use to kind of keep people in front of me and praying and um, figure out who that person is, you and God, and you're going to pray for them. Here's what you're going to pray for them. God, I want them, whoever them is, to come to know you. So would you just kind of would you help grow their awareness to you here in 2019? Every day and every day I remember, would you help me to pray for them? If there's something specific going on in their life, I want to pray for that. I want to pray for your activity in their life. I want to pray for opportunity to speak into their life, to be a person of influence for you. We talk about the blessed strategy around here. We want to be a church made up of a bunch of people who do this on a regular basis, who begin with prayer, that's what we're praying, who learn to listen in a culture that loves to talk, that we learn to listen to people, that we eat. How many of you like to eat? No amens, really? Okay. Guess what? The person you're praying for, they shove food in their mouth. So do you. (gasps) You could do it together. Like, don't share spoons. That's weird. But um, you could eat together, hang out, and as you're doing that, you're learning to listen. You're, You're seeking ways to serve them. You're listening to what's going on in their life and how you can step up and serve with them. And then when the opportunity comes up, you can share. You can share your God's story, what God's doing in your life. You can share Jesus' story with them. And so we just want to practically say, here's the challenge. One word, that's your word. One person. Who are you going to pray for? Less is more. So focus here in 2019. One word, one person. Who are you praying for? And how are you asking God to shape that word and to use that word in influencing and changing and transforming your heart and your soul? Focus is fuel to, you, to help you experience change and transformation. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to invite the worship team to come back up here in a second. They're going to lightly play music because here's the deal. Some of you, you've got your word right now we've been talking, and you're like, this is it, I know it. That's awesome. I know for others of you, you're like, ah, there's so many words in the English language, and you have no idea, and that's okay. I want to invite you to just take a couple minutes. That's all it's going to be, and then we're going to move into a time of communion and end with a song and a couple closing marks, okay? So I want to create some space for you to wrestle with this a little bit. You have six days after today to kind of work this over. Maybe you're going to do that reading plan. Maybe you're just going to sit with this list right here, and you're going to go, okay, I'm going to try to circle three or four uh, that are jumping out to me. Maybe it's not on here. You know what? The back page is blank. (gasps) It's space for you to write other words. Find your word. And then eventually this week, you're going to write it. Take a picture, share it, 
share it with someone, your, your spouse, your, your kids, whoever that might be, just share your word with them. And so I'm going to be quiet here for a minute, and they're going to play, and I'm just going to give you time. Maybe it's just reading through that list of words for you. Maybe it's just closing your eyes and thinking about it. What word has popped up often? Maybe it's just a simple moment to say, God, would you show me? What word do you have for me in 2019? And then I'll close this in prayer in just a minute. Father, we lean into you tonight. And really, this whole next week, we just ask in your mercy and your grace and your love for us, I pray for my friends. God, would you surprise them with the way that you indicate their word? For some, it's going to even come right this second. This is their word. It's their time. It's love. It's hope. It's joy. It's peace. God, for others, it's maybe a different word, but I pray that you would surprise them, that you would intersect their life tonight, this week, that it'd be clear. I pray for clarity with that. And Father, we pray that this journey of 2019 that you would take this word and you would weave it into our hearts and our soul. It would take deep root and that your spirit would speak, that we might drain everything out of it that you want us to gain and to grow with. God, you have a heart for people. Your heart is ever-growing, ever-expanding to see your forever family grow. And there's people in our path that you have put, that we love, cherish. Maybe we're just an acquaintance right now. But you're bringing their name and their face to mind even right now, this week. And would you help us to partner with you in prayer for them, to bless them, to pray specifically for them, that they would come to know you, Jesus. We're a church, and we love being a church. But the church always exists for the people who are not here yet, Because your heart is to reach people. You love us, and that's awesome. And we can never lose that. But your heart pursues the people wandering, the people struggling, the people lost, looking for hope. And God, we want to partner with you to see them come home. 
We want to be that kind of church that lives on mission, bringing your hope and your love to the heart of this city and every corner of the earth that you have us to go to. So, Father, would you give us our word, the one person, as we take a moment to remember your son, his life, his death, his resurrection, as we take communion one last time here in 2018, we are forever grateful for your grace and your mercy, your love for us that is never-ending. Would you fuel us to experience your change, your transformation this year ahead? We lift it up to you. Father, may you do everything you want to do in our lives and in your church and in your city that you want to see accomplished. May it be so. May it be everything you desire and more. So would you move in our hearts tonight, this week? We thank you that you're a good, good father that longs to communicate and connect. And we are grateful for that. So as we take communion, as we sing this song, would even now in these next few moments, would you stir us with the one word, the one person that you have for us. May your will be done.